Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley. Director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple. Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah. I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and A. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? An A. Hey, you guys. It's Cabernet and A. With a very special co-host, fan favorite Kelly Noonan. That's Yay. me. I'm here. And this week, it's a very special Cabernet and A, because it's Cabernet, Cabernet and, and John Bonet. <laughs> We're unpacking the John Bonet, specifically the Dateline episode. I did not watch the A&E one, but Kelly and Sue did, so you we guys can chime A&E. in. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll unpack that we'll a little bit. We'll go toe-to-toe on that. and then Yeah, because we have very differing opinions. Yeah, which I'm surprised about. So I guess I we'll know. we'll go through the Dateline first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then we'll talk yeah, about we'll it. We'll unpack that. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but so Sue had all the notes, so why don't you kind of drive it here, and I'll just, I'll just chime in. I have okay. some of the notes. Oh wait, should we do, do some Cabernet and a business? Can we? Can we really say, quick? Because um, yeah. I had a couple things. We had two new reviews. Both are five stars. Yes. Um, Lauren C eighty six and Amy Eckes. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you. They were you both guys. one's called one uh, subject line is so entertaining, <gasps> and oh. the A is capitalized. Yeah. And then the okay. other one, Amy's, is uh, living my best life. Yeah. So both good. I won't go into all the details, but um, thank you guys thank so you much. Guys you so guys much. are amazing, and we read them and we appreciate every have? note. We're closing in on a hundred reviews, I think. Wait, really? We've, we've got seventy four reviews. Oh, I nice. thought we had like ninety. But something. it's close. I think that's good. Um, we also have over 600 followers on Twitter yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You guys have been wow. really following the show. So thank you. So and we have you. a lot of new uh, Facebook views and Facebook fans. So Yeah, we d- we're not super active on our Facebook page, but, but definitely. I, I try to put things yeah. in there. There was a nice uh, picture of men dancing and drinking red wine for National Cabernet Day. And if you guys follow us on Twitter, just mine as well. Hit us up on Facebook, too. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I mean, we don't bother we're on you the much. Snapchat. We're on the Snapchats at the Chelsea Y at the Sue Funk. So you know, keep living your best life. Send us cat and dog pictures. Yes. Those are our oh favorites. Boy. Or dick or pics. theories. Or dick pics. Yeah. Just kidding. Don't send that. No, don't send anyone. Only sell them. Send them to Kelly. I think is what you're saying. No, don't no? send them. I was kidding. JKs. <laughs> JKs on the dicks. <laughs> um, and then uh, what? What else? I had just a couple quick things. Um, so. <laughs> I think it was, I should have screenshotted what it was, but Christian Holt uh, hit us up and sent us, it's like a book sort of, t- it's speaking from what I remember, because I didn't screenshot, I just wrote the note to say this, um, but Christian, hi, thank you for sending, and it was like uh, a book that basically was speaking to the way you were speaking about the word cunt last week, of like taking it back, oh, sort yeah. of, I think was what it was. Oh, uh, I know that book. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Okay. So, book club, Cabernet A book club, maybe. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Kaylin, my little sister. Hi, Kaylin. Hi, Kaylin. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, birthday, Kaylin. It was, it was cool. September Wait, she's a Virgo, too? Yeah. Wait, what? She's a Virgo? Yeah, she's a Virgo, too. We're both Virgos. Yeah, you guys that are makes a lot of sign sense. mates. 
Yeah. Um, but nice. so she was texting. She always follows up with lots of thoughts about the podcast and the show each it. week. Um, but she said that the way she feels about the whole um, Noel, whether or not Noel pushed the girl down the stairs gate, um, mm-hmm. she believes that s- we're sp- like people were upset that Allie confirmed that it was actually Noel during Hannah's dream, and Kaylin says we should look at it like the film noir episode. It was a dream, but it did bring us real information in some ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. You All know, right. so I All thought right. that was interesting. Okay. Fair enough, Kaylin. Fair enough, Kaylin. Fair enough. Um, and then also, Renee emailed. And remember how we kept saying, how did Hannah have Mary's DNA? Yes. Renee said that she's under the impression or remembers that Caleb had Mary's DNA sequence on a paper he found, pr- possibly oh. in the lockbox at the foot of That's the true. bed in the De Laurentiis, or the home that Allie was living so in with Rollins. weird. Isn't that weird? But great memory, yeah, girl. Yeah, thank you, Renee. But That's also, awesome. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Good yeah. job. Good job. Um, I guess that... I thought I took another note. Did I accidentally push it down to the bottom? The other business, yeah, though, is that you're I listening have. to us on Podbean, Stitcher, oh, yeah. or iTunes. So thanks for doing that. Download mm-hmm. us. Give us more reviews. And tonight, we're drinking Diet Coke. Yes, <laughs> Diet Coke. Kelly's already drunk from doing another podcast. That's coming very soon. Yeah. Do you, you want to say anything about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Can I plug it? It's the first time I've ever had yes, anything to plug. Of course, plug it right on the mic. Uh, it should be coming out in the next couple of weeks, but uh, it's called Tiger Beatdown, the podcast. Yeah. So if you guys have ever heard of Tiger Beatdown, the blog, that's what my best friend that's not Chelsea, a different best friend, <laughs> um, is uh, the author of Tiger Beatdown, and she's coming out with a book this month called Trainwreck, which is also really good. It's about pop culture and feminism. And today we recorded episodes about Taylor Swift, and and we recorded Ooh. one about rape culture and comedy, and we oh recorded God. one <gasps> that's going to be a two-parter about Hillary. So this is really so gosh. exciting! I can't yeah. wait to listen. This Kel. is going to be so good because uh, my friend Sadie is the one who got into like a huge uh, like. Uh, like internet battle with Kurt Metzger. Yes, who is yeah. now at the heart of oh. I don't know if yeah. So mm-hmm. right okay. now the short and long of it is that in the comedy community there's been a lot of dialogue about about rape and sexual assault and you know mm-hmm. victim blaming and shaming and uh, a very good dialogue and under unfortunate circumstances that right. uh, there was a comedian who was accused by multiple women of, of raping right. them, um, and then Kurt Metzger who is a very uh, you know well known popular comedian who also writes on the Amy Schumer show. Uh, he got into a lot of online like battles where he was like basically trolling people and yeah. victim blaming and victim shaming. And so, yeah, Kurt Metzger is then also. Yeah, he the same thing happened with like, uh, well, my friend Sadie, who has the blog Tiger Beatdown, she got into a feud with him. Just I think it was during that whole like Daniel Tosh when he was making rape jokes. Yeah. And she like, just oh, wrote okay. a big she wrote a big piece about rape jokes in general, like. And he like trolled her, and I think it was Sam Morrell. She saw him live and like was criticizing the amount of rape jokes he That's had in his set. And uh, Kurt Metzger kind of came on the defense and was yeah, like, and trolled also, her. Yeah, and like made a fake profile and claimed that, that just he because she was expressing her personal opinion <laughs> right. about straight white men making rape jokes <laughs> or anyone, but I mean like right, exactly. And so he like made a fake profile, he Facebook profile about her, that claiming that he. Like that she was just a character, character that he created. It was like this whole big 
thing where he was just like harassing her online. So you can hear Kelly uh, and Sadie unpack that on Tiger Beach. Yeah, wow. and we we have a, a special cocktail for each episode. That's but why we Kelly's recorded drunk. them all at once. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem drunk though. You seem great. Okay, yeah, you great. seem very happy. Good. And Sue's extremely hungover, and I'm just on the level. I walked eight miles in like a heat wave yesterday, and I didn't drink a lot other than alcohol. Okay. And I think that's why oh it was my God. so harsh. Oh sure. Oh sure. Because like I feel like I that's rough. I just like. Because I'm even, like, I look today, like, I'm a little burnt in areas, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I must have been in the sun for a really long time. Like, we were, we walked, um, we meaning my friends, Babe and Leo, our friends, mm-hmm. Babe and Leo, we went to Karaoke Shout on Steinway. Of course. Store, yeah. Home base. Um, but it's, like, a good mile and a half yeah. away. Oh. oh, I thought that was me. Sue's, Sue's Funk Soul Brother phone is ringing. That means whenever anybody from it's my Fat funk Boy Slim calling. Oh, Funk Soul Brother. Funk Soul Brother. That makes sense. Is there a <laughs> ring? I will turn off my ringtone and call my sister back tomorrow. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, should we unpack John Benny Ramsey? Let's do See it. See if we could solve this murder. I would yes. love to try. We're I think sure we will. We're do I'm it. B- well, yeah, we're fairly confident that by the end of this podcast, we'll have solved the murder. Um, really quick to kick it off, I believe on this podcast we have spoken about. Uh, which mystery we'd want to solve. Haven't we talked about it online or did we only talk about it offline? Which mystery we'd want to solve if we could only solve one like famous unsolved crime. I know Mm -hmm. we've talked about this because didn't you say Anan Syed murder of Heyman Lee? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I need to know that. I need to know what happened. I think I would, that would be my pick too because we're just that obsessed with serial. What about you, Sue? Would John Benet be it for you? Unsolved it's crime. It's so weird. I mean, there's also the like freaking JFK. There's a lot. The first thing that popped into my head JFK isn't song. really even a crime, but it's like, I kind of just want to know what happened with Amanda Bynes. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> like something that always like sits well, in my like head. she's like bipolar, right? I think it's because I saw her on the street when she was living in New York and she was being super erratic. Like, I saw her wearing a crazy wig and wearing flip-flops. And I was oh, like, oh, that is totally Amanda Bynes. Right. And oh, wow. So... Like also a picture on the wall of her behind you. I guess that's probably also why it was so front of mind, but that's not a real I answer. Have a <laughs> pop culture collage on my wall. And yes, yeah, I guess I just meant like conspiracy theory revolving around JFK. Know. You know? I mean I like know. was there exactly. a second shooter? Who knows? We'll never know. Grassy knoll. Um I know. Yeah. Did the grassy <laughs> knoll do it? Maybe. Does the grassy knoll have opposable thumbs? So um Sue, kick it off. What did we learn? Well, real quick, I just wanted to say for people who are like, why would this have anything to do with Cabernet? I just wanted to point out that there are, it is a parallel to the PLL story. And I do think it's a mystery, you know, while it's not ripped from the headlines, law and order, I do think they take a lot from pop culture in this show, as we've talked, like even with um, PLL Sherlock's whole like basis is always looking into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, sure. So um, I just where is that note though that I put? <laughs> it was something like, um, oh, oh, Patsy wears a black veil. Oh what right. Did I, say? Did yes, I text to you? The I texted you. Kelly oh texted me that. T- speak to that. As as soon as I, I was watching, I don't remember. I think it was the A and E special yeah. though, mm-hmm. and I was watching the A and E, and I was like. Holy shit, Patsy Ramsey is wearing a full-on Black Widow outfit. Like, oh God, the amazing. PLL costume people stole her oh outfit. Right? To make... To a tea. Yes. Oh so much God. like it. It's identical. The gloves, The gloves everything. and, like, the hat with the veil. Oh my like, God, and so the sunglasses awesome. under it. Yeah. Like, it was I real... I tried to Google it, and I couldn't find it. 
Yeah, oh, I could. That was the only time I was going to send. That. I was going to send it to you, but it was on both specials. They showed a clip oh of it on the eighty special and so on the Dateline special, but you didn't oh see God. it on the Dateline. I, I must have just like I, we were also like doing like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. multitasking. Right. So like I wasn't always necessarily. Oh, you mean watching. putting the Steelers games in your calendar? I was putting <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> games in my calendar. Like, this is really important. But I was also doing that. That uh, I'm applying for a job, then I had this enormous like creative package to submit, so I was like kind of trying to finish that too. But yes, and playing the Steelers and Giants game on my calendar, so sue me. It's very important business. But yeah, I thought that was a big parallel too. And as soon as I saw, I'm glad that you picked up on that too. And I was like, wait a second, yeah. wait a this is the exact outfit that allegedly Sarah Harvey oh, wore. I love it. And then the other parallel is also the missing girl found by the parent and. Like she moves the body, right? <laughs> and like, exactly. but she like buries yeah. her own child, and I think yeah. that's something that's interesting to think about while we're talking about this in the sense of the PLL world. Is like, a lot of people are like, how could the parents ever do something? Because there's like, you know, the whole accident theory, right. and it's like, well, Charlotte accidentally hit Allie yeah. and her mother because she wanted to protect one child that was still living, or accidentally drown, tried to drown her, or whatever. Wait, it what? Drowning. Oh, it's like oh, Charles. No, no. But like, oh, you're talking about Charlotte hit the hit Allie with the rock because she thought oh, it was right. Bethany. Oh, right. Da da da. I was thinking initially oh, when the, he the like first put her time in the that she tried to kill her. Charles. No, yeah. no, no. Anyways, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so multiple times. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so yeah, again, yeah. that's. But it's like, I just think that's something to think about yeah, while we're talking completely. about this. Is that I do think that there mm -hmm. are parallels to the show, and I think that if you enjoy the mystery of. Pretty Little Liars, we hope you enjoy us taking yeah. you down this rabbit hole mm -hmm. Absolutely. of the John Bonet case. Yeah. It's basically the real life version. Totally. Yeah, the right. it's, there's so much to unpack. It's, su it's such like a sad story. It's so sad and it's so, it's just such interesting circumstances and details, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, and so I, I maybe welcome, to Earth. <laughs> welcome to Earth, maybe do a little, um, yeah, pause. And if you don't have access to, I know that special probably be on most like on demand for a while. The but Amy also just like just demand. like uh, yeah, and the so Amy specials on demand or just NBC do a little and googling. Uh, yeah, do like a, some brief. And there's also going to be a three part Doctor Phil ser series with Burke. Yeah, Doctor Phil's interviewing surviving his, her brother. brother surviving and then brother. there's also going to be a like a mini series on starting Discovery. On the, yeah, starting on the 18th. Guys, yeah. set your fucking tivas because it's what the 20 year anniversary. Yeah, and because of that, that's why so many documents are being released because it's like there's oh the like yeah that's time. how we found yeah. out about the indictment oh okay right because the documents are then like allowed to make i watched the dateline one twice so i feel like i'm extra got a leg up on it now oh man <laughs> yeah i don't know anyways there's so much to say so go, go. no i was just gonna say let's dive in but what were you gonna say i was just gonna say let me just like give like a an overview yeah. right please, of like please. what, what happened so what happened was, <laughs> what happened is the Ramseys were a very like affluent, like successful family, um, kind of just like the picture of the American dream, yep. like husband, wife, son, daughter, the the mom Patsy is a former pageant queen, Miss West Virginia or Miss I mean, something, no yeah, I believe it was Miss West Virginia, one of them. She was a pageant queen, daughter's a pageant, you know, little honey boo boo kind of chick sure and they w allegedly wake up one day to find a, a ransom note saying that we have your daughter they call the police the police come they are like okay we're waiting for this ransom call that's supposedly coming then meanwhile the cops say oh you know mr ramsey 
go search the house to make sure we didn't miss anything. And in the basement, he finds the body of his daughter. He goes straight to the motherfucking basement, basement, rips off the duct tape that was on her mouth, picks her her up, and carries her up the stairs. And destroys the crime scene. I mean, I don't know why you guys think that that's weird. I don't know. Let's not get into that yet. Right. I'm not necessarily right. saying it's weird. I'm just saying it's un- unfortunate. Yeah. I mean. So anyway, he brings her up and then. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess whatever. That's well, basically so, what it so, is. And so then the, the fact of the matter is, is that she had been murdered in their own home. Right. Yes. And, and the, they, it, the police were pretty bumbling. There was kind of a bumbling situation because it happened on Christmas. So you don't have the A team. You have like the B team. Mm-hmm. And well, there, were, there were some missteps. Yeah. And, and I think the police decided pretty early that they thought that it was the Ramses because right. that is weird yeah well it's right. like some they th- I believe the statistic was 79 percent or 71 or 70 so yeah it was in the 70 percentile that they are that's always the parent that kills yeah, the yeah, child yeah, yeah, in the yeah. house but you can always say like well what about the 29 percent right that's a exactly. pretty large percent of women exactly exactly and like yeah. that's that's the thing that I feel like people need to realize is that this is a case that is out of the norm yeah this case is out of the ordinary. Yeah. This is not an order. This is not because the other thing that I feel like to me is very telling is that anybody that knew them and the, the pediatrician, the doctors, anybody that was involved with the family, it was like there was no abuse in this family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There right. were no signs of abuse. Right. Like prior to. And right. that's why when mm-hmm. you ha- when something like this happens, usually you'd have the doctor being like, well, the kid had some bruises, uh-huh, but, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. they said that she got three it. months prior started wetting her bed again, though. That's well, total well, sign start, of abuse. Well, let's start. Sh- let's just start going. I mean, at it. that age, I went my bed at that age and nobody was abusing me. I went my bed the other but night. At six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I was at wetting my bed at six and nobody was abusing me. But it's just saying, like, in terms of size. Bedwetting? No, bedwetting is not a sign of abuse unless you're in the, I- unless you're like, twelve. Unless you're like an age where it's not as right. usual to bedwet. Wedding, yeah. be- wetting your bed at like age five and six is normal. Well, let's. And like is that is that even true? Because all the whole bedwetting thing was proven to be made up. I think I think we should start at the top and work our way through but really quickly as long as we're talking about doing stuff in your sleep i should share that (laughs) a couple of nights ago so i'm told (laughs) by my boyfriend i wrestled i farted he's as loud as like a human as loud of a fart noise as a human can make twice got up went to the into the bathroom for an indeterminate amount of time because he then fell back asleep and awoke to me coming back into the room (laughs) and doing a stand-up set in my sleep that included me bringing myself to the stage and going chelsea white chelsea white and doing like hand gestures and then i was like mumbling like some sort of like jokes or like speech i don't remember any of it but okay i'm just glad that in my sleep i'm as narcissistic as i am <laughs> in real life and you never did any of that when chelsea i was in white, your bed chelsea white what a fucking psycho I know. who does that and i love that he was like yep this is still gonna be my girlfriend <laughs> like i'm yep. not gonna tap out i love that uh, well it sounds like a pretty entertaining night i mean i wish <laughs> i told him to tape it next time all right so let's start at the beginning um so the this special started off with the 911 call um, and uh, her saying there's a note left, our daughter's gone, um, and basically talking about the Ramsey family and how mm-hmm. they moved to Boulder in 1991 from Atlanta. Um, John helped create this company called Access and was 
um, elected president of the company. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why they moved. Right. And when they move there, they have a giant house tour because she's so proud after decorating it for Christmas mm-hmm. that she has thousands of people in. Or no. Oh, was it hundreds? hundreds? I think she said there in. was like upwards of 200 people. Yeah. They hosted so a lot during the holidays, right? right? People in so, and out. Um, sorry about the thousands. That was wrong. Yeah. I was looking at 1991. Um, um. <laughs> then... Uh, but the thing that I watched this special originally with um, our friends Katie and ba- and uh, Missy, and uh, Katie loved the part where uh, Patsy laid the dress out on the bed, her pageant, her pageant dress. dress, and yeah. her crown. Yeah. Katie was just like, "Oh my god! Like yeah. what? Like that she is the craziest shit!" And I was sh- like, "She laid it out proud. on the bed when people were in the house, like, so that people to see their Christmas see. decoration, right?" Right. So that people would just see. And this like is the thing I think people do in small towns is when you have like the Christmas decorations that people do like give like tours of the house yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, I've heard of things like that happening. But like I think that pageant people are weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it True. was just like that was just something that she was just like, that is so crazily wonderfully weird almost. Like mm-hmm. she was just like, Really? That's a thing? Like but people it, who do pageants are weird people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Um, and then my next note <laughs> with the Dateline special is, I just love that they use the H sound when in WH words. Oh. Whisper. Where it was going. Oh, really? <laughs> they didn't s- they that. pronounce it so like, where? What? What? what are you talking but about? But what was she going to do? And what? it's like very pronounced in this. So <laughs> I just thought that was really fun. Nice. Um, then we have this woman who shows up in the special several times. We're introduced to her. And she is the wife of the Ramsey's personal pilot for their personal plane. Of course, they have a personal plane. She was good friends with them. And she (laughs) tells a story about how John Bonet had one Christmas queen, Mm -hmm. and it was very cold out, and John Bonet refused to wear a coat because beauty queens don't do that. And she was like, isn't that great? And Chelsea and I were both just like, no, that's horrible. Yeah. The child should be wearing a coat. That's not a great thing to like be like proud of. Right. Like, oh, she was just the vainest. <laughs> like, the vainest. Little. She wasn't spoiled. She wasn't bratty. She was just very self-centered. <laughs> like, very <laughs> focused on her beauty. <laughs> but no, um, we just thought that was funny. Um, then... Do you want to just get into like some of the... like? unpack the discrepancies and mysteries like the first thing i noticed that i thought was interesting is basically like so this ransom note yes that was such a weird fucking situation it's like three pages long it was written on paper and used by uh, with a pen that was in the house so whoever did this either is someone who lives in the house or stayed in the house with parents asleep Mm -hmm. upstairs to write this ransom note that's kind of incoherent kind of assembled with like words and phrases that are almost exactly from like multiple like crime movies Mm -hmm. and it's like asks for a ransom of the exact amount that john ramsey's bonus was that year and it's signed victory and then like four letters which no one still to our knowledge has any idea like what sense that makes sbtc so the ransom note is sort of this strange like no one can make any sense of it and they did handwriting analysis that eliminated John Ramsey. John Ramsey, but couldn't conclusively like eliminate Patsy, but couldn't conclusively say it but was. But let me tell you guys some information right now, please, because mm-hmm. I have seen pictures of that letter, and it's printed, 
it's printing. It's not script. It's not yeah. cursive. Right. And my father, who has been an FBI agent for over 30 years and was the chief of police in Pennsylvania, um, you can't you can't do handwriting analysis for printing. Yeah. It's only script. Yeah. It's only script. So anybody that's looking, I mean, like, but then you have something like where in um, the jinx, like if you guys have seen the jinx, mm-hmm. like that is kind of like he had the exact same block lettering and he had misspelled the words the same way. And you can kind of match something like that. That was printing, but that was also a special circumstance. And he had certain like patterns of speech and he had certain to that end. No, no, and no, no. It was, it was literally the word Beverly. It okay. was literally the word oh, Beverly yeah, Hills be- right. because he misspelled it the exact same way and something that we knew he had written and then the letter that the murderer had written. Got it. And so it was like something like that. So right. like there are certain circumstances where right. yeah, you can. Little, yes. yeah. But but just in general, you can't match printing to printing right. by any kind of – it's not a scientific Right. Uh, I feel like my analysis. printing looks different on every single day of my life. Right. It changes. Yeah. And I think that – Right. Yeah. And and that's and that's the case. There was also two words spelled wrong, uh-huh. but then they also wrote, "Get the money in an adequately sized attaché." Like which which what was does that even like mean? I mean, like we know what it means. Attaché like bag, but it's just like it's, it's such, such an such interesting specific weird well, use thing. of language. Yeah. But one of the I I forget who it was that said this, but he was like, "No one in their right mind would write a letter like this," and and the guy was like, "Yeah." No one in their right mind did this to a little girl. Right. The yeah. person who did this was not in not their in right the, mind. They were psychotic. That's the point. Yeah. Whoever did this was crazy. I mean, he didn't say that, but like, yeah, the yeah. person who did this crime was out of their minds. Mm-hmm. And so whoever wrote this letter was out of their minds. Like, right. it, there's nothing stable about that letter. There's nothing even like calculated about it. It's not even like a good plan. Right. Yeah. Right. The, I thought it, I mean, I guess it's not that interesting because by not volunteering, you'd be suspicious. But like John Ramsey volunteered both like samples of his handwriting and Patsy's handwriting. That had been lying around the house. Unless maybe he knew that there was no way they could match it up. But no, you just but think, you just think, I don't know, him volunteering and being generally pretty cooperative, I would say, throughout the whole thing. And that doesn't really lend itself towards well, this a is, guilty conscience. This is the thing. I mean, well, just to like give a blanket kind of like, of what's going on there's two main theories is that people th- there are people who think that one of the Ramses did it mm-hmm. and there are people who think that an intruder did it right yep right and so um investigators pretty early on and this was in the A&E um special mm-hmm. not in the Dateline special but the woman who was in the Dateline special the lead investigator yeah that Dateline said it was her first interview but it was clearly false because she was also in the A&E special like yeah right. clear, it was clearly clips of her from like years ago like maybe 10 years ago right mm-hmm. she was saying like oh as soon as I saw do you remember this as soon as I saw him walk up the stairs carrying her body I was counting how many bullets I had in my gun because I knew the killer was still in the house what yeah yeah you remember that Mm-hmm. So one of the lead investigators decide like to me like she thinks that she's being like oh I knew it I, I knew from the beginning that they were acting strange and I'm like but what's the right way to act when you think your yeah, daughter's been kidnapped I agree and I what's agree. the right way to act when you find your daughter's dead body like you can't really say totally. here's here's how to act right completely agree and and like people were really criticizing the fact that they weren't consoling each other but it's like. They might have been in a rough patch. Like they might, their marriage they, might not have been good. I think at that, that was moment. part of it. Weren't they saying that they weren't even talking at that point? I thought right. one of the neighbors said that. Right. That no, they, they weren't even interacting. Yeah, they like didn't they just didn't interact. interact. Yeah. So exactly, they could have been going. But the fact, but the fact of the matter is, is that 
the fact that the investigators said that just confirms to me that they the investigative team decided very early on yeah. that they thought that the Ramseys had done this right. before they looked at the evidence, before they looked at the crime yep. scene, before her body was examined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so everything in like the police investigation was kind of geared towards the right. Ramseys. Right. However, the DA didn't believe that. They hired their own investigators from outside, mm-hmm. people who had a lot of experience solving murders to come in and that those are the people that thought it was an intruder. Right. So yeah. there were these two kind of the DA's side thought this was an intruder and the police detectives thought that it was one of the Ramseys. Right. And to your point, I guess, if you want to just go into the John going to the basement immediately and whatever. I guess, like, some people on the special were saying, oh, yeah, he went. Like, that that was suspicious. They went to the basement immediately. I don't know if I necessarily think that is. I mean, you're going to just start looking wherever you're looking. And I also totally agree with you, Cal. Like, I don't think it was suspicious or, like, purposeful that he grabbed her body because he's consciously, like, I need to, like contaminate the crime. I'm saying it was just unfortunate. It's unfortunate that obviously anyone in that state would not be thinking clearly and your instinct would be like my child and to grab your child. Right. But it's just a a fucking bummer. Of course. But it's just a, it's just a bummer because if you see your child lying there with duct tape on her face, you're going to rip it off and you're going to pick her up and you're going to try and get her help. Of course. It just sucks that that could have. It just sucks for the investigation. It's literally like the worst thing. I think it's just also one of those things that it's like you don't know what you would do in that situation, but watching crime shows and stuff the way that I think we all do, I feel like if you found somebody like that, you'd be like, help. That, somebody that, come help That's now. the thing. And like you okay. said, you never know how you would react. And no, hi- yeah. I think hindsight I is like twenty twenty or whatever. But I think that it wouldn't be un- – I, I, I think it's not so like, of course, anybody would go. I think like you're saying, some people would be like – just start screaming. Yeah. But like in hindsight, we know that she was dead. Right. But in that moment, he didn't he know, know that. Yeah. Of course. So if it were me and I saw my niece or nephew lying there with duct tape over her face, I would run to her mm-hmm. and grab her immediately. Like that's that's yeah. exactly what I would do. But also, I don't think it contaminated the evidence like that severely. In any real that severely. Like I didn't see in well, I mean I'm not a detective, but like in none of the programs that I watched did they say if only he hadn't done that. Sure, yeah, no, know. it wasn't like that was the linchpin to the, right. the right. whole case, but right. it does impact the whole case. But I think what one is, I think that what was one of the most interesting things about it is like all the things that I knew about the case from growing up with it in the '90s mm-hmm. was so false. Like, all of mm-hmm. the leaks that had happened, like, right around the time of the case that were not true at all. Just, like, about the bedwetting or just, like, all these mm-hmm. things that were leaked about the case that la- la- later you come to find out, like, were not even remotely true. In terms of, but wait, the bedwetting was true, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where it was disproven. No, that she... Bec- was bedwetting? Yeah, like, I just no, don't no, no, know no, when like they that, said that, that it didn't happen. Because there, she hadn't wet the bed that night. Oh no, not that night. But they said three months prior. Oh right, she no, just no, no, started. No, no, no. Just the idea of oh. of people that there was like reports that she had murdered her, her because she, she wet, wet the, the bed. bed that night. Okay, right. Now yeah. I'm getting yeah. what you're saying. Right, yeah. right. I thought you meant like in right. general right. the bedwetting yeah. was no, no, disproven. No, no. Okay. Right. No, that's totally true. The other thing that was interesting though was in the A&E special they talked about how. They said they were disproving the fact that they were going to leave town. 
And in the Dateline special, they said they were calling their pilot and they wanted to leave because of all the craziness. And the cops were like, you have to stay. Right. And it wasn't like they were fleeing town. They were like, oh, we want to get away to our family in Atlanta. And they were like, you got to stay. So it was like one of those things where like it kind of was disproven, but it was true at the same time. It was just blown up in the press. But I think one of the things that was so harmful to the Ramses is that they really got crucified in the court of public opinion. Right. But they went on CNN instead of going to the police to talk to them. This is my point. It's like it was very clear that the police thought that they had done it very early on so i understand why they thought that would be a better way to go i mean they were definitely wrong but i would completely understand i mean like we all listen to serial we we all know like that the police are not infallible of course and a hundred percent if my loved one was just murdered and people were trying to like accuse me of it i'd be like fuck you, I don't want to have anything to do with you. But that's why you hire the best lawyers in town and, and they, they hire a publicist and you wait until the publicist tells you what to do. Right, no, and that, pu- that is what happened, what, like, but their publicist was like, why are you on TV? Yeah, because they never met with him. They no. never told him. But also, like, and, and I, I think that Patsy Ramsey is just so unlikable. Yeah, that's... Especially, yeah, like, in every, in every interview. She's and also on so many drugs. Yes, oh on God. so many drugs, and it's like... Yeah, but that's probably like I'm. I mean, that's probably not what I would have done because that's just not my way. But I know plenty of people who oh, that totally. would have been their number one. Like, of course. go to my psychiatrist, get all of the medications, and I'm taking all of them. Yeah, I you mean, know? and let's be honest. When she probably wasn't on meds, she was a fucking mess because that's a very traumatic thing to happen. Absolutely. But it's really hard to believe somebody when they're not lucid. Right, (laughs) you know, like so. I think that we're seeing her on these, especially because she's being interviewed. I do think that people, it's like that time that Dina Lohan was on TV. Do you remember that? And she was like super wasted, and it was obvious. Yeah, Yeah. it was obvious that she had taken something something for the interview and probably took too Too much much of it. Yeah, and so like it was like one of those things where it was like I took an upper, then I took a downer, and then I took two downers to make sure the uh, the upper was gone, and like. And it was right. just a mess. Yeah, no. Patsy Ramsey was clearly, especially in that first interview when she, it, it, and she, she just was so medicated. Yeah, you know. Oh and yeah. I think oh that yeah. just then she in like the court of losing. public opinion, she really, like, people were like, "Yeah, I, I find it very believable that you murdered your child." Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and I think people have just like we kind of even said ourselves have a lot of you know biases and like prejudgments about pageant moms yes you know Mm -hmm. and i think that played into it because everyone thinks there are a lot of people who would and i might agree with them that like putting your child in pageants is a form of child abuse in and of itself yeah yeah and and i think that it's really fucked up i don't think that 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 should exist at all yeah but i did think it was weird on the date light interview where he was just like i don't think they're a normal family if they're putting their daughter in a backless dress and lipstick and i was kind of like that's really judgy yeah, and I'm the guy sorry. who responded like to I it was understand. like, it was normal to her. She was in pageants yeah. her whole life. Right. So exactly. That, it like might I not be normal to her. I was why he asked it because that's yeah. what everyone else is asking yeah. at home. I agree. There are a bunch of people, but I do think I'm just like, it, it, I, I don't see that as like why she was murdered. No, and it's like, I took dance class since I was like five, and we wore like. You look like a little hard. That's why my mom wouldn't let me take dance class. Huh? That's why my mom wouldn't let me take dance class. Oh, really? Because she thought that the costumes were too provocative. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, oh. it's it's all sort of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just what they told me because I was really awkward. And <laughs> They're like, we want to protect I you. I did nothing but draw ballerinas, talk about ballerinas. I went to ballet and I was like, I fucking hate dance. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, so funny. Do it. I, I've never been good at organized dancing and like mm. choreography yeah no. like i don't have i don't know my left from my right quick enough i oh. think that's <laughs> really what it is because yeah. like when you say left i always have to like look down on my right yeah, hand and then i'm like all right this is that way <laughs> that's that way so anyway you guys <laughs> missed my little gyration yeah um, you did a good act out Sh- should we talk about some of the other suspects then because the next no, Should we I talk about, about Santa? Santa. I don't. Character. I didn't buy that. Bill okay. McReynolds. So there's this like, n- was he a neighbor? He, he was like a neighborhood guy. Yeah. He looked like Santa. Yeah. And Jean Benet had made a comment to a friend's mom like, Santa paid me an extra special visit like not on Christmas or, or he's go- going. He's dead. going he's to. Yeah. He said he's going to pay me an extra special visit after Christmas, and everyone was like. Mm? And then they put it together that maybe she was talking about this neighborhood guy what? that looks like Santa. Yeah, and he plays Santa. He plays Santa, yeah. But then also he came to her funeral and spoke and they, everyone said it was kind of long and rambly and weird and every, it made really people uncomfortable like yeah. How yeah. when he was speaking. Because he was talking about her looks a lot. Like yeah. what a beautiful girl she was. Right. But the thing that like kind of makes me mad and I'm sure there's more than what they were saying but they were like, oh, he had heart surgery and he couldn't have possibly had the strength to pull off this break-in and whatnot. I don't I don't really feel... Like, it matters what kind of heart surgery I feel like. Yeah. Because, like, my stepdad had a pacemaker and was, like, walking around and fine. Right. Like, could he, like, move mountains? No. But, like, if, you know, there was yeah. something that, like, right. that much energy exertion, even in your late 60s, I yeah. feel like he probably could like just because of the way the murder happened and everything i don't think it was someone she's who a six-year-old girl super strength yeah you don't need to be superman so that's kind of uh, something that i was just like there's got to be something more than that yeah that they s- s- that made them right. be like this guy's eliminate out. him what do you think hell or you said you didn't buy what, didn't that he did it or i don't buy that he did it got no it. And, and i don't know if i was just a little biased and i, I guess more probably from the a and e episode that i saw I was more con- they didn't bring him up in that. Yeah, they didn't. Um but yeah, but just because of the DNA evidence, they didn't discuss this in Dateline either, but there was DNA on her leggings and on her underwear, which is why they feel like it's very likely that it was from whoever did this. Cuz it didn't match anyone in the family or it whatever. It didn't match anyone in the family or any of the investigators mm-hmm. or any of the people at the lab. Um and it was two separate articles of clothing. Got it. Yep. And um that they discovered that it was from a Hispanic person. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, they didn't say that on Dateline. They uh-uh. did say but that on the A&E. And on the A&E. You told right. me that then, yeah. And so, I don't know, that was really credible to me, so the Santa thing, I was like, nah. It's interesting they can know someone's right. Uh, but race, that's the thing, it's like the difference is, well, now they've they've mapped the human genome, you guys. Like yeah. They're yeah. Gonna, they can do it pretty yeah. much anything now. Yeah, But like, um, yeah, these kind of things weren't available, like, in the 90s when this happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the reasons why I think that it's more like, I think this is just one of those bizarre cases where it was just a creepy weirdo. Yeah. So one of the creepy up. weirdos that they thought mm-hmm. was this guy. Um, yeah. Tell me about this. Cause I feel <coughs> like I zoned out at the beginning of this, the Chris Wolf guy. Yes. Okay. Chris tell Wolf. us about him. 
Chris Wolf, um, the Ramses felt very strongly that he killed their daughter, and in their book, The Death mm-hmm. of Innocence, which now I really want to read that book, mm-hmm. um, they call him out specifically because his girlfriend called the police and said that he was acting peculiar the night oh of the really? murder. It was like That's his girlfriend who was the reason why she was the one that like he was re- being really, really weird. Um, but he sued the Ramses because they put that in their book. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you guys know I didn't do it because you did it. I'm saying that in the court papers made it like they had to testify under oath that they didn't because that's why he's saying that's the defamation is that the defamation case is because you willingly know that I did not do this. Mm. So um, the Dateline reporter asks the female lead detective Mm -hmm. like, hey, did you look into Chris Wolf? And she's just kind of got like a bitch, please. Like we put so much man hours into that man and nothing. Yeah. But you Which know what? I really don't believe her. I know that's terrible, but like, but she also couldn't say like, but, and we still think he did it. You know, like uh, she clearly thinks the Ramses did it. She clearly thinks that. And, from the other, from the interview that was on the A and E special, which was clearly an older interview, mm-hmm. she decided from the get, from the second she saw that John Bonnet's yeah. body, that it was them. So it, it was them. Yeah. So I don't buy it. And yeah. the reason that there was so much tension between the DA and um, and the detectives is because the detectives were gung ho for the Ramses. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when they said they they, I, I don't know that I necessarily buy it. When they say they did they'd all this investigation into other people, and I'm like, I, I don't really think you did. You know, I, I, I just don't. I mean, who's to know? But. Yeah. Well, they did um, also look briefly at the housekeeper, or the nanny, mm-hmm. right? Who had asked for money week mm-hmm. prior. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. The thing that doesn't seem out of the ordinary about the money loan is it was the holidays. Right. So I could see her being maybe like, oh, hey, do I get a Christmas bonus? Right. And then being like, well, she asked for more money. And it's right. like, mm. Right. But I think it was interesting that it was like they cleared her and her husband. We see a picture of her, but we don't see him. And like, I'm kind of like, is he s- Hispanic? Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, uh, I don't know. I want to see that. Um, I, not that I want that for them, but I just want to know that piece of evidence. Right. Because I'm going to solve this case. <laughs> we have to. But the, the, the thing that I think is like we haven't talked about yet is that the murder was so gruesome. Yeah. That. Yeah. It she got bashed over the head. And they made a garrot, which I didn't know what it was before oh this yeah. happened. But it's a I type. It's a type too. of noose with like some sort of like bar like kind of they used a, a paintbrush to make it and it's like mm-hmm. a handle it's like a noose with a handle so you could tr- control the amount of strangulation that's happening on yeah. the person that you have it on yeah which it's a torture device yep it's not just oh i want to kill you it's a torture device yeah. it's because you want to make it a slow and painful death like mm-hmm. that's what it is you want to be in control of the situation and so i think initially people thought that the head wound came first and then the garrote came afterwards. Right. Like trying almost 
maybe trying to cover up. Or right. That. But to me, like, so no one, and even the lead investigator said this, she's like, no one thinks that the Ramseys intentionally killed their daughter. Right. They think that it was an abusive household, that, that someone accidentally killed her, yep. and then staged everything else to make it look like someone else had done it. Right. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, that is such a fucking gruesome like set up you wouldn't be like oh we'll put a noose around her but let's make it a garage yeah exactly you know what let's yeah. make it look really fucked up exactly. and like you wouldn't think in that yes. moment you're writing this insane rambling nonsensical ransom letter you're not gonna then have the the mindset to be like a normal average person to be like oh a garage or even know what that is right like to yeah. me that makes it really intentional yeah and like and that you think that she really then was strangled first and yes. then they hit her over the yes. head to finish her off. Because something that they didn't talk about on the Dateline and special, but they talked about a lot on the A&E special, is, uh, and this is a part, like, so trigger warning <laughs> that if you have any kind of feelings at all, this is, like, the saddest thing in the world, that there were all these little half-moon wounds oh. around the the She's trying the to get news. it off. Yeah, and they they believe that it was her fingernail markings oh trying to get it yeah. off of God. her neck, oh which means that she was conscious. Which means that there the was initial no blow was came not afterwards. Yeah, right. the thought that it came first is not the case. How could that be though? That anybody? How could it be so perpetuated? Or the cops believe would even begin to believe that the blow came first. Like I feel like we've always, if you know this case at all, have been made to believe when there's fingernail markings, which I've never heard that because before. Because they say something else. And the other thing is that she has something that to me, like before they even said this on the program, I'm like, that looks like a stun gun. She oh, yeah. has these stun gun marks yeah. on her. And they did a lot of like, but the, the thing is, is like a lot of this like forensics, like it's not CSI, like nothing is 100%. Yeah. Right. And so well, you have experts that come in and say, okay, we found the exact stun gun that we think matches and we did a test on a pig and <laughs> we think that this stun gun is the exact mm-hmm. stun gun. And here's a picture of another person that we know that a stun gun was used on and the markings match up exactly. But then some people are like, well, we have an expert that says that it was something else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and th- and, and that's what it is. Right. And if, the, if it was a stun gun, which it really, because it looks like uh, a burn. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it like a stun gun burn. Her parents would never need to use a stun gun on her. Right. Like her parents would just be mm-hmm. like, come into the basement, sweetie. Like yeah. you wouldn't yeah. have to say. Right. It, like, but if an intruder came and what they, what they suspect is the intruder came in, in while, while they were, they were out, out. Yeah. Was writing the ransom note. When they went to bed, went up, used the stun gun to get her into the basement. They there was a suitcase down there that I think oh. had some of her like fiber something yeah. in it that he thinks that that she was in it that that he tried to put her in it and get her out mm-hmm. so that he maybe really was, he was trying going to, to kidnap her. her. He was trying yeah. to kidnap her but failed, and because it couldn't the suitcase couldn't fit through the window. Or yes, whatever. yeah. So it also could have been that the initial blow to the head. Like, he could have stunned her and hit her, maybe, whatever, but it wasn't the thing that finally killed her. The well, what they, was. what they said was that the the blow was so, such a, an intense blow that it had to either render her unconscious or dead. Okay. okay. So that's what they said. I, I forget which one it was that they said that, but... Mm-hmm. That so it could be plausible that she was hit on the head to knock her unconscious and she woke up with a thing around her neck, but it sounds like she would have been rendered impaired it, uh, like even right. if it didn't kill is that what you're saying like i guess so what well wh- the, the way that they made it sound was that that blow was it for her 
Got it. And she might have been unconscious. She might have been alive, but she was unconscious. Right. And then she would have tried. Didn't well, and wake I think up that after. goes right. with the cops' theory that they like the most, which is that it was an accident. The, the the hitting in the head was an accident, and then they did all this to cover it up. How but does that, that go with the theory at all? But then that think. what we're saying is like it sounds like the evidence of her fingers and the taser. Yeah, yeah. And it the sounds taser, like, like no. But that's why I think the cops like the theory of the blow oh, to the yeah, head yeah, yeah, because yeah. it is in line with like it makes more sense that like oh your kids were fighting one hit one way too hard by mistake. Because kids don't know their strength, right. and it was like a horrible accident. Well, right, that's but what then makes me mad about when people want to say that Burke did it. Because I love Burke. Oh yeah, so I mean, he's the other uh, <laughs> uh, suspect, I guess. I or some people with Chelsea. I'm like, poor Burke, man. Like she looks so adorable in that Christmas photo, and he is so awkward on that yeah, Christmas photo. You know I'm like, like, you gotta put, you gotta deal with that. But I mean, that's not a killing worth offense. No. I was just joking. No, no, about no, no. That. of course. But, like, when they showed, like, the footage of him being interviewed by police and, like, the way he was acting in that, like, chair. And you know what? You never know how somebody's going to act in that situation. But I almost feel like he was on the spectrum maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like, he was just so awkward and and just, like, didn't know what to do with his body. And, and uh, oh, my God, it broke your heart. When I he know. was, like, saying, oh, and then they came home came over to the front they sent him to a friend's house and then when his parents came he was like oh and i got really excited because i thought that they found her Ugh. and then i saw that everyone was really sad and i was just like oh my god and so i was like and people think sad. that he did this he was nine i know and i have seen some kids beat the shit up each other okay <laughs> and i've never seen any kind of injury like that like right. that I don't think a nine-year-old has the strength right. to do that. But the thing mm. that I thought was interesting, too, about this is they kind of break the news um, that there was their 911 call. Patsy thinks she oh hung yeah. up the oh phone. Yeah. She didn't really hang up the phone. Uh, she thinks she did. It was, like, in the cradle, but it didn't really hang up, and the 911 operator could hear her talking to another male, presumably John, and then it seems like there's a third voice and some experts when you enhance a call say yes there is a third voice and it presumably does sound like it could be burke some people say it's not even definitely a third voice it could just right. be some the same voice but but basically what is significant about that is that the ramses have always maintained that burke was asleep the whole time so now with that phone call if that is burke's voice it would say he's not and then also now on these recently released tapes that we were just talking about where he's talking to a therapist or whatever he's saying no my mom woke me out because and of course i turned to sue and said well yeah it makes total sense it does make actually no sense that he would have slept through the whole thing it makes complete sense that he would be woken up because if one child's missing what are you going to do you're automatically going to go in the other room and check, and on, check on the other yeah yeah but she said he says she came in but then he stayed there and he stayed there and he said he they thought he was asleep and yeah. he realizes that they thought he was asleep Got and it. he didn't want to go out. He was like, it sounded like something important was going on, and I didn't want to get in the way. Yeah, and I think that's just like in that kind of household. Yeah, you're you were probably taught at a young age not to interrupt mommy and daddy when oh, right. something like that's going, like when something right. big yep. is going on. Mm -hmm. He probably was in, a, in his room a lot of times for when things happened. Yeah. And, and if so he's just, just an like introvert, or if he, you know yeah, what I mean, like he's probably. I'm gonna just gonna yeah. stay in bed, and like I don't think that was weird. No, at all. But like to me, even the if it was John Ramsey and then yeah, he walked to a different part of the house and his hair, his voice could be heard more faintly. It could sound like a kid. That you know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah. like he's there's walking just, away. And yeah. There's just no way. And to me, that 911 operator really seemed like 
she was just looking for her 15 minutes. I agree. I and agree. They really coached the heck out of yeah. the, that for the tears to come after yeah. all these years. I'm, I'm sorry. like, come on. And that's what, and honestly, that's what I feel like so many of the rumors around this case have come about because some person who has some sort of credential that they're trying to promote themselves have come forward with their own theory. And like the Burke theory, that was no one credible. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, no, not, did, no, no one on the, even the detectives no. were like, that didn't fucking yeah, happen. That, was no. that kid did not. No one thought like that. But some choir. asshole, yeah, some asshole came forward and said, like, oh, I'm a private investigator and I believe blah, blah, blah. Somebody yeah. with no yeah. expertise whatsoever. Right. And anyone, and this, this case was such a media frenzy yeah. Yeah. that people were willing to put anyone out there. Right. Of course. A lot of the stuff that was in the mainstream media came from the tabloids. Yeah. yeah. And that's just crazy. And things like like the snow, like there not being any footprints in the snow. That but was then on you the look, A&E one, yeah. yeah. But then you look at the photos and there was no snow on the paths at all. <laughs> yeah. So right. yeah, of course there were no footprints. There was no snow. There was like a little bit of dusting of snow in the grass, but like, yeah. Yeah, you know, what are you talking it, about? Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing about the 911 call, though, that I do want to mm-hmm. point out, and this is something in general, whenever the Ramseys talk about their daughter, is they'll say, our daughter, she'll say, like, I love that child. Right. It's a very weird way of a mother speaking about her child, which that is, I feel like, way. again, she's just unlikable. I think it's just right. possibly the way they speak, but it is very upsetting, yeah. even when she says, in the 911 call, there's a note left. Our daughter's gone. My daughter's gone, and I'm the mother. Like, it, it's just, it's a very weird way of She's talking out of her mind. Yeah. about yeah. your child. And I think right. there is a removed nature to it. But that could also be when you're really fucking rich. Yeah, Some your kids could be your life, but you're not yeah. really that close. To That's a really good know, point. Like Some <laughs> parents have that removed style of parenting. It's like yeah. how they yeah. were raised, and then it's like they feel like yeah. it's a. And uh, I, I will say, before I watched either of these specials, I was like, Patsy Ramsey did this. Interesting. I, oh, thought, I definitely okay. thought that. Because every time I saw her talk, she seemed so unlikable. And that was one of the big things for me, what you just said, that really, I was like, that's a known signifier of lying. Exactly. Is distancing yourself. And the example that people always use is, um, like, the people who are, like, trained to interrogate people like by the CIA mm-hmm. like Bill Clinton I did not have sexual relations with that woman yeah you're exactly. distancing yourself yeah you're distancing yourself and it's the same thing with Patsy Ramsey and yes. it, I heard that and I loved that child I'm like who the fuck says that yeah when it's your child it's like I love JonBenet. my baby I yeah. love JonBenet or or love, yeah. Like, yeah you would s- mothers say their their children's names yeah right I love and Jean that's Benet. what was but weird and like the detective seemed more endearing when she was talking about JonBenet when they were like did it impact your personal life and she's like I'm not gonna do that to her I'm not gonna do that to JonBenet and I was like that's literally what I wanted the mother to say all along right <laughs> is right. that like I would have never done that to her I would have never done that to JonBenet like it's right. like it's the way she s- speaks about her daughter makes it seem like that's my doll. I would yeah. never hurt yeah. doll. Yeah. Like, you know, no, it's I not. I 100% it's true. agree. It's true. That's what's like, tough about but it, But this I think. is how, this is what I came to realize after watching both of these specials because I 100% that Pat thought that Patsy Ramsey had done this because of the exact reasons that you're talking about. But, like, just because she sucks yeah. doesn't mean she murdered her daughter. Correct. And, yeah. like, just because maybe she wasn't a great, loving mom 
means that she murdered her daughter. Like, yeah. I think there's, like, a far cry. And I think about, yeah. like, the women that I deal with every day at the salon. Mm-hmm. And I, I can kind of see, and these are the women who have nannies. Like, they're just super wealthy. Yeah. And they're super detached from and their And they're family. paying other people to raise they're their kids, They're paying other people to raise large. their kids. And, like, there are just women who come in, and I'm like, you are the worst person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're the worst. But I don't think for a second that any of them would harm one of their children. Right. But they're just the worst in the way that they right. deal with me and the way that they deal with the front desk. And, and you know what I mean? I'm like, you're just totally detached from reality. Right. Yep. You're so far up your own ass. Right. Like, you don't care about anybody else. But doesn't that sound like a beauty queen, too? Exactly. You know? But that's what I, But my point that's is... Exactly. The, 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 this woman might suck and none of us probably would want to be friends with her and if we knew her in real life we'd probably be like this bitch yeah but that doesn't mean she killed her she killed, child. Her, yes. she killed her daughter and also let me just say to any people who participate in pageants or beauty queens most of you are lovely i'm sure yeah and i no, know no, no, people no. who I'm have participated in pageants like, like, but yeah but that's what you would yeah. think of with I that that, that is pageant. yeah yeah really? that's right oh my god yeah. i forgot yeah, were you there? Did you go? Yes, of course I was there. <laughs> of course I was there. I know it's so crazy. What was the pageant? Uh, it was because there was Miss Moraine State reward or like scholarship. Well, the or reason because they did a big presentation at our college, and me and my friend went to it. I don't remember. Wh- oh, oh, oh! Because the person who did the voice lessons, I forget what her name was. Like one of the professors was involved in the pageant. Was it Judy uh, yeah. Hughes? Yes. Hi, so, Judy. Hi. Um, <laughs> who is a lovely woman? Yes. Um, was the voice teacher for one of my best friends in college and she was doing this informational meeting for anyone who would want to be involved in the pageant and so my friend was like will you come with me like we have to like I kind of just want to do who this. was it that did it with you Kim Kim Kimmy oh Kim, yeah and Kelly has an amazing voice oh, thank you thank you. very true amazing voice. um and so does Kimmy so we were w- but anyways we just went I just like oh she's like I kind of have to do this to like support my right. teacher or whatever and the girl who had won last year spoke and she just was such an idiot (laughs) (laughs) that we were both just like trying not to laugh at her oh my god and we're just like okay 40 percent of this business is an interview like i think we would actually do pretty well if we did this yeah (laughs) and so um literally like the woman asked her like how do you think this has helped you like with your career like moving forward and she was like well I just got a job at American Eagle, so. So, mic drop. I know. And so, me and Kim were just like, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So, we're just like, all right. I think we would actually do pretty well if we did this because, like, we're both, we, you know, we both yeah. have a talent. Like, yeah. we bo- we're both totally. smarter than this girl who right. just was really excited about her American Eagle job. We also want to work at American Eagle. I know. <laughs> right. And so, and yeah. So, we were just like, and it doesn't cost anything. You just do it. Yeah. And so, we, we did do it, although um, we didn't do well in it. It was just like one of those things, you know, where it's just like, it's a, it's its own it's world. It's its own it thing, and people are, like, professionals who are doing yeah, it. Yeah, and the girl the girl that did win, like, she was really nice, but, like, in such, like, a plastic way. And and I don't yeah. think it was, mm-hmm. like, even – she was so deep down there inside in the of world. herself yeah. that, like, I don't even know she knew who she was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I remember she was a baton twirler. She was <gasps> very good. Oh, my God. I, I should have participated. Judy was my voice teacher, too. Yeah. And Chelsea's and Chelsea's actually a baton twirler. Very good baton twirler. Oh, I have a baton twirl. 
Yeah. She'll, she'll show you sometimes with straws and <laughs> bars. And she's <laughs> drunk and it's really fun. <laughs> Actually, you don't even need booze. Like, no, just give, give it to give her. Give her a baton. Yeah. She did. And a good I beat. Go this weekend, I'm going to go. Yeah, but this girl was a very good baton twirler. But I remember asking her, like, you know, like, what do you do for the weekends? And, like, you know, like, and she, because she went to pageant every weekend. And wow. she was in college. And she, and, I, and it was either a pageant or a baton competi- competition wow. every weekend. And I was like, what do you do for fun? And she's like, well, I think this is fun. And <gasps> I'm like, okay, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, honey. Oh, my God. Oh. Do you think but she has one single friend? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> she and Katy Perry should hang out. Maybe. <laughs> what if she <laughs> listens to this podcast? Oh, I, I, I don't even remember your name, but you're God a delightful bless. person. And God damn it, I've never seen anybody twirl a baton like you can twirl a baton. Anywho, the other thing that makes yeah. her uh, Patsy Ramsey so unlikable, and I don't, this was from her friend. Again, the, the pilot's wife just had a lot of great quotes. She was like, they were staying with us, and she was just joking about being acquitted and going to jail. And I was like, you think that's a funny story about this oh, time. I didn't hear that. But it's not a funny story. It's it's well, It sounds like you're making your friend sound gr- guilty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like... And she when they showed like the footage of her interview and the other thing is that they were not cooperative with police which yes. like at the same time like i get it if you feel that the police think that you did it you're not going to help them you know what i mean and like i get that but um they showed clips of her interview and she was such a bitch you know oh, yeah right. like patsy was just such a bitch well she was just like you're doing this wrong and it's like oh that's always the greatest way to get what you want from someone who's asking you questions is just no, to put them like down at their job right. she's like yeah ask me any way you want to i didn't do this maybe you should go out and find the person who did yeah and she was just such a bitch about it but then when i think about it i was like i would 100 percent i would 100 percent be like that Same. if somebody tried to tell me that i hurt one of my nieces or nephews yeah. i'd be like why don't I yeah. take your dick and yeah. shove it down your throat? Yeah. And then you ask me that fucking question yeah. again, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, is that's exactly, and they'd be like, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I will also it's say, true. though, I mean, I don't know if we're getting, t- if we're at this part yet about what we think. Oh, well, yeah. I think I've already said what I think. I think yeah, we already I, I have yeah. to say, though, like, I think that the Ramses, there is something that they are not telling that they are fra- afraid to talk about. like Because they think it will implicate them, them, even if though they're not guilty. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. think that they're guilty. I don't I think agree. they killed their daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't think their son did. I think that something else happened that night. Because especially when they call the pilot's wife, they're like, they took her. They've got John Bonet. But in the note, it says, we represent a small fraction of foreign blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think that there's something... Like they were expecting. There was some sort of trade. There was some sort... Especially like with the... like. And this is just my personal thought is like, I don't think they did it, but I think that there was something shady that happened that night that they don't want anybody to know about because it would implicate them in some other way. It implicated them in a way that it may be something that was John Ramsey was doing that was illegal. A shady business deal or something like that. That led to that person, that it wasn't completely random. But like, I like I do think that they stayed up and they had pineapple yeah, before they went to bed. Yeah, did we talk about that? Did we talk so about like the pineapple? Let's talk this is something about the pineapple. that pineapple bugs me, but go ahead. No, let's talk about pineapples yeah, then. Talk, let's talk about pineapple. But so the coroner found pineapple in JonBenet's stomach, but pineapple was not served that evening. At the party. At the, the party. party. But there was a dish of pineapple that had Patsy and Burks. 
fingerprints on it. But the Ramses maintained that as soon as the party was over, they put the kids to bed. But this is my thing. You can't have your own fingerprints on your own fucking bowl in your own fucking house. Like, she probably just unloaded the fucking dishwasher. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it was sitting there with the pineapple in it. They said that there was... I know, but you don't know when those fingerprints got on there. Yeah, true. She could have unloaded it from the dishwasher. It could have just been sitting there. She could have put that pineapple in there at any time. It could have been sitting in the fridge with pineapple. JonBenet could have come downstairs and had pineapple, like, while they were asleep for a midnight snack. Yeah. Like, there's any number of reasons... Just because Patsy's fingerprints on it does not mean that Patsy served it to her. It could, it, ge- it generally yeah. could have yeah. been, it could have been the intruder. It's just like, oh, have some pineapple. Yeah, like, because no it makes your pussy taste good. That's what I hear. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. I'm just <laughs> telling you, <laughs> that was say the facts. Pretty, pretty dark. Yeah, that's say real dark, guys. <laughs> but Stay no, facts. like, and again, I don't really think that they did it, but there is a big piece of something that they. And I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's the person that did it or what, but there's something that happened that night that no one wants to talk about. Right. That they're, like, there's just a, I think that's also why they seem like they're lying. Because they are lying about something, probably. Mm -hmm. But just not about doing it. Kind of like how we felt, how, uh, well, this is how I felt about uh, Serial with, like, Adnan and Jay. I was like, Mm. yeah, Jay's lying, but he's lying to protect his drug dealing friends, not because the whole thing with Adnan was a lie, but I no right. longer think that, but right. like similarly, right. Right. Like right. If you're involved in something else, your story is not going to be a hundred percent true. Doesn't mean you murdered anyone. Exactly. Right. So I just feel like that's something that explains a lot of the Ramsey thing too, is that I think here's like, it bothers me when anyone's ever like, they were such a great family. Nothing was ever going wrong. Like there, there could be dysfunction without scars. There is right. totally dysfunction behind closed wall doors. I grew up in a town where everything looked amazing, and I know so many stories right. of so not amazing things right. that were going on. So many people that you'd be like, oh, their daughter's on heroin, and you'd be like, what? I never would have thought that. Right. Right. So it's just like shit like that that I'm just like, no family's perfect. Right. No president of a company is unscathed in any right. way mm-hmm. of something. Like, yeah. no president of a country is unscathed right. of any way. Like, there's always right. something that is going to seem shady that right. or was shady that happened. Right. So, but does that mean that they killed their daughter brutally? It just doesn't make sense. Right. Like, even with, like, the note or something, like, I don't think they wrote the note, but I think there's stuff in that that does make it seem like... They might know what some of that stuff is written. Exactly, to. but especially because the amount of the money, I feel like there's someone that they can't mention. Yeah, there's something there that like could possibly help, and I think that's also something that annoys the detectives is that there's a piece of the puzzle that they can't tell us yet mm-hmm. because it's still an active case. Mm-hmm. Right. That is like, if you knew the stuff that they weren't telling us that we have an idea of, mm-hmm. you'd know why we are mad at them. Right. <laughs> but like, right. I do think that it. And I, and in some ways, I do understand the cops going after them so hard, because here you are, the one percenters of the town, right? And you're not cooperating, and you've got 360 people mobbing you about this case, uh-huh. and you're telling everyone that we're not doing anything, and you're not helping us do things because you're the people that were in the house, just right. like come tell us why. Right. What's going on. Right. So I see their point of it, but I agree 100% that there have been enough other 
like pieces of information. Like mm-hmm. I think the whole like no one could ever get into this window, and like exactly. how Bullshit. easily yeah. people could get in through that yeah that, that grate that and that window. That did the whole like thing where he got into the window. He was like eighty years old. I know, which he is also like the other reason why the Santa Claus thing bothered me. I was like, Santa could have done that. Yeah, I'm like, this guy's clearly like old, and he died bef- like recently. Mm-hmm. So it's like right after that happened where he was like, look at me. I can get in the window like this. One, two, three. Right. He yeah. had cancer and died like right after that. It's, you didn't need to be like Simone Biles to get in there. Right. Yeah. Right. right, right. Exactly. Right. All right. Um, so what, are you what do you think? What's your theory? Yeah, that's I mean, I just yeah, I uh, agree uh, basically with what you said. too. it's like I don't think that they did it, but I think that there is something to some degree they're not telling us because they feel it could implicate them in some other. Mm-hmm. Even though that is kind of fucked up, right? Like, wouldn't you throw yourself in the sword if it meant? I but feel like they would have. I don't know. Maybe it's to the point. Especially though, that if you're getting called a pedophile. Yeah. In a national me- media publications, and everyone thinks that you're a pedophile that murdered your child. Wouldn't she be wouldn't like, be I'm like, not okay, a pedophile, but I'm a criminal. But I did embezzle some shit, and this guy knew about it, yeah. and this is why I think he's blackmailing me. Like, Or maybe he, though, is saying that to the cops, and the cops are going after those leads, and so it's not leading anywhere. Yeah. Right. You know? I mean, I just... They're just not saying it publicly. It also makes me very weirded out how John Ramsey smiles a lot in his interviews. Like what did Katie, Con- our friend Katie Compa called in it the, the AD special, the John Ramsey non-apology tour? Yeah. Was but he what weird? does he have to apologize for? I don't if know. He didn't I didn't watch daughter, it. Was the he entire world has, owes him an apology. Like that poor fucking guy. Like if these people did, if these people murdered their daughter, then fuck them. But if they didn't. Like, yeah. they have been put through the fucking river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine what that must be like. He yeah. lost his career. Mm-hmm. Like, he lost his daughter. And he had just lost his, his other, other daughter. daughter. Yeah. And then he lost Patsy. And Patsy died. And it's like, wh- and then he was called a pedophile. And it's like, what yeah. else can, can we take? throw at this poor man? Yeah. Which was interesting because in this one, I feel like they didn't talk a lot about the sexual abuse. They didn't talk about it at all in the Dateline one. But yeah. in the A&E one, they did. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that was because Dateline is like a network and Annie's cable. I wonder I if mean, they couldn't get into it. That's interesting. NBC is SVU 24-7. Like, that's, that's the network that's that makes SVU. Like, they yeah. can say vaginal pe- penetration. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, they do it every week. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't think... It was interesting, though. So, are we ready to unpack the A&E versus Dateline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, go. So, that's what... What Katie said, is, I feel like, is very true. I feel like we didn't hear a lot about the Ramseys, any possibility that the Ramseys did anything wrong in the A&E special because it was all about setting them free because John Ramsey was on the A&E yeah. one. Yeah. So it was very much his side. And I didn't like that as much because I feel like the Dateline kind of showed me all 360 of it. See, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that at all. Okay. Mm. Well, see, I felt like, well, first of all, I think going into it, everyone's kind of, everything in the media prior to that had been like, the Ramsey's kind of did it. We just can't prove it. There had just been so much negative stuff Mm -hmm. in the media that I feel like that had, that groundwork had already been laid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that they were just like, here's another theory and here's some evidence. And they showed lots of scientists and people giving forensic information Mm -hmm. that was actual 
like science and yeah. they gave like that yeah. new DNA and they explained to you here's the science here's about her like the the half moon marks on her neck about mm-hmm. the taser it was interesting also about like some of the DNA that they found because they were like there was DNA from several people on her and they were like it could have even been the people like on her dress mm-hmm. they were like it could have been the person that manufactured her dress she like just got this nightgown so but it could have been from that but that's what the, but what they said was that it's unlikely to be from the manufacturer because it was on two different pieces of clothing that's what they said on this one i don't think they said it on the other one i think that w- like the, the other one some guy gave an interview saying it was that and then they had another interviewer say it was this one just said the both things yeah that's did everyone follow that no <laughs> the so Amy special said that it wasn't likely to be the manufacturer. Yes. But in Dateline, they didn't mention that. They didn't they mention it They said it could be the manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, to me, it's really unlikely that... It no, I don't think the Dateline one brought up the manufacturer thing at all. No, th- I, I'm pretty sure they did. They oh, said, okay. like, it could it could have been it. It could have come from the factory or like yeah. something like that. Right. But... Um, Oh, the A&E versus. Yeah. So to me, the, the A&E was much more like science-based, but in the Dateline, they didn't go to any, really any of the forensics. Right. Or any of the they new did forensics. some of the new forensics. Mm. Very minimally. little. I, yeah. Minimally. The and A&E did have more of the forensics, but it felt very inconclusive still. Yes. And I, f- but I also felt like they were just more trying to draw out the drama, like, oh, this is, Dateline everyone was. thinks it's the parents, but then the twist yeah. is, maybe it's not. Right. <laughs> and that was, like, the whole narrative of the story. Uh, right. And so. For Dateline? Or yeah, for, for Dateline. Yeah. yeah. But whereas A&E, yeah, I don't know. I found John Ramsey to be really likable on the A&E special. I found him to be really likable. So, and that was the other thing that our friends and I, when we were watching, we were like, we're so used to watching Dateline specials. I think that was another thing that people had against it was the style of the A&E one mm-hmm. wasn't you wanted as Lester Holt to yeah tell it you. wasn't as entertaining and like that like serious voice that we're used to with it yeah. like I think a lot of people didn't like the narrator on the A&E one she I was bad they had yeah. like this like female narrator that I'm like where did you get her was she, this just like a placeholder yeah it didn't it was it was just a weird didn't voice sound professional f- yeah, yeah for the subject at hand yeah um, and I just also felt like this gave us more information overall about everything. And like, really? I, do I see felt your the exact point. opposite. I felt that the A&E special gave way more information. I felt that the Dateline gave opinions. Mm. I feel like they brought a lot of the 911 call, like operator and like all these people to give their opinions. But like, none of that seemed like facts to me. Right. And okay. I, I feel like they were just kind of drawing this narrative. They were drawing the story. It actually made me feel like, oh, yeah. The thing that we didn't talk about that they didn't talk about at the um, the A and E one that the Dateline one did was that the jury indicted, <laughs> indicted them. them. Oh no, they talked about a lot in the A and E special. So the grand jury they didn't make as big of a deal, deal about it. Yeah. I thought that was an but interesting reveal. They Chelsea. chose not to prosecute yeah. because they didn't think they had enough evidence. But the grand jury concluded that there was enough evidence to prosecute John and Patsy in the case. Well, they they decided to indict, but that's the thing. Like it's it's a different the the amount. I forget what it's not. The amount to, of to convict, you need reasonable doubt, but to get an indictment, you need like something burden else. of proof it's no, so no it's not it's like probable cause but no. it's something lower than 
reasonable doubt. Okay. So it's not uncommon for a grand jury Very to true. find an indictment and the DA to, to still to not, not move forward to and bring it to trial. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not uncommon. Of and course. that's another thing that I felt about the Dateline special that seemed really less misleading to me. They made it into this big reveal yes. that they got this indictment and it was kept a secret for so long and the, the, and like blah, blah, blah. Right. And that like, they really made it, uh, to me, it made it, they made it out to seem like, well, a jury convicted them. But you just never got to hear about it. Right. But it's that's like, not that's true. not true. That's just different. Yeah. That's not true. Like, the burden of proof is so much smaller to get an indictment that the DA still yeah. has to decide. And the, the investigator even said this. She's like, yeah. you only get one shot. Yeah. Yeah. If you and I bring them to trial yeah. and they get a not guilty verdict, which is exactly what would have happened, yep. then you can never try them again. Yep. You can never bring up charges again. Yep. Yeah. So... The, the DA made the right choice there. There was no way they were going to get a conviction. Right. But I appreciated the fact that the detective in the Dateline one was like, yeah, we wouldn't have, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. There was like that one guy that was like, I was upset. But like everyone else was just like, no, that totally made sense. Yeah. But I think that it was something that we didn't hear that was interesting that they felt like there was enough information to keep looking into it. You know, uh, and but then there was also it's also weird that that woman came to office at Boulder and like exonerated them. Yeah, they, they, the they new they prosecutor, yeah, and they, they were no, like, no, no, "That's like not a, a thing." DA. Yeah, they were like, "There's that's not a thing for DAs to do, to exonerate someone without the evidence or whatever." No, it was when the new DA, DNA evidence came out, she apologized to them for the police department mishandling. It. Oh, really? Yeah. And they Which were, like, real pissed at her for it. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, if you think that the, they did not kill their daughter, then, like, they do deserve an apology because yeah. their lives were ruined. Totally. Yeah. And they were painted as, like, molesters and murderers. Yeah. Yeah. In the court of public opinion. Yeah. And that was your fault. Yeah. And all those leaks that happened in the very early days, mm -hmm. like, about the footprints in the snow and all these things that were not true, like, that was... That was the police department. Yeah. I do feel like it was interesting that they brought that up in the A&E one more than the Dateline one. The Dateline one, they were like, oh, there was all these leaks. And he's like, yeah, like a sieve. And then they came back, and they didn't really talk about the leaks. What do you mean? Like, the so the one of the teasers before commercials on Dateline where they were like, oh, oh well, yeah. there were a lot of leaks in this case. And one of the people from the police department was like, yeah, it was like a sieve. Like, there were so many leaks. And then we come back from commercial, and it wasn't really about disproving any of the leaks or how where the leaks were originating. Whereas A and E was like, these things were all the like. Yeah. Here's a whole section of the show that's all the things like you thought yeah. you knew about this case that right. were absolutely wrong. Right. Right. So. I think mostly right. the A and E one was shitty, just because I hate John Ramsey. <laughs> and he was on it so much. Why do you hate him if you don't think he murdered his daughter? Because I do think that he's hiding something, and I do think that he's the way he smiles when he talks about it is weird to me. It's the same reason why you're like, I think she's a bitch, but she didn't kill her kid. Like, yeah. I think that he's swarmy. It weirds me out that he is like smiling when he's he saying the words like I didn't kill my daughter like I'm like that's not something that your face doesn't match that sentence okay I don't know I feel like I feel like that poor man has been put through so much I felt like the A&E one was so much better because it was so much more based on like evidence and the, the mm -hmm. Dateline one was not they didn't they didn't even bring up the neck 
the Mark no, Center. I, was, I, I thought, thought that was interesting That's really interesting. Um, well, guys, there's one thing we can all agree on. No one in this room killed John Bonet. Correct. No. Correct. You don't I agree on that? <laughs> no, no, we did not. No, we did oh, not. Okay. Tanuki, <laughs> he's asleep. All right. He wasn't even alive. Yeah. yeah he How wasn't old even, are we? He what could not it? have it killed 96? John Bonet. Yeah, so yeah. 14. So Tanuki could not have done it. 96, I was. No, I was 15. I was 14. I was 14, yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. I feel good about what I we did here. I really did a lot. Yeah. We didn't solve it, but, but we got damn close. One of the things that I thought was interesting is that they said that the invest in the 80 special there was that investigator that the DA hired. Mm -hmm. That was like one of the most famous homicide investigators in the country. He yep. died, but he left an Excel spreadsheet <gasps> with oh, Yeah, that's right. with suspects and <gasps> but he died before <gasps> they found out about the evidence of the DNA, DNA being Hispanic. <gasps> and so they think it can narrow it down. They can narrow further. it down. <gasps> so they think that maybe the name of the killer is in that spreadsheet and oh there's still a possibility. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was saying offline before we started, like, what do you think the person who killed JonBenet, what does he or she do? Like, come on. Does he, he, does he watch <laughs> these specials? I was wondering that. Like, like is, is he, he so riddled with just like, Guilt or does and he like, love or, it? Or does he love it? Is he a complete psychopath? Is he is he dead? Is he even still alive? I like, know. Imagine if he's watching and he's like, ha, 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 they don't even know it's me. And then they're like, and the DNA is from a Hispanic man. And he's like, oh shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Oh my god, it's so crazy. I just think it's really it, it's a it's a fascinating case. It's super tragic. That's so sad. And I mean, I guess thinking about it, like, yeah, I should feel worse for the Ramses about all of them, but it is hard when you've been told for so long that they're like people or them, something. Yeah. You know, like I, know. I also think about that South Park. Did you ever see that South Park episode where I forget which one it was, where they were talking about um, famous people who have been thought to have killed people, and oh. they like there was something that happened in town, and so they like have all these people come to their defense. Mm. Um, or like no it was when Butters went missing and like oh everyone's yeah. like oh yeah you didn't do it because she like blamed it on two black men or whatever just like that woman who drowned her kids oh yeah right. or yeah. everyone ever yeah, yeah. the black guy so like the Ramses come to South Park to defend them and like OJ comes and oh that yeah. other guy the senator that killed that girl was Shonda Levy yes yeah mm -hmm. so like they were all like and like there's this moment in South Park where they're like, you're all liars. Just admit that you're lying. And like, yeah. so it's also, I think something that's just been such a yeah. part of belief and public right. opinion, opinion yeah. of pop culture and culture in general. Uh -huh. I think it's hard for me to be like, I feel bad for them, but I should. Cause if they so bad didn't, but I do, I think there's just part of me that's well, they did lie. But yeah, their daughter's still dead, and but maybe maybe they didn't horribly. lie. Maybe they didn't at all. Yeah. Maybe they didn't lie at all. Maybe. I just have a harder time believing that. Well, guys, if you kill John <laughs> Benet Ramsey, email us cabernet at gmail dot com. <laughs> we'll break the case wide open. Yeah. Tips. World. Send tips to cabernet at gmail dot com. Yes. Tips. There's any other things that you want us to try and solve while we've we'll got try this? We'll solve it. If we haven't solved Adnan Bridge Sayed season. yet, if yeah. we haven't solved that, we're not. I know we're not going to solve this. But uh, all right, we'll be back next week with just more PLL. We'll do an old ep for you guys. Have something fun. Yeah. And keep having fun all year <laughs> long. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? An A. 